As one star continues to assert himself, another wild star continues to disappear. Will the real Kevin Fiala please stand up? We recap Game 5 and look ahead to what's to come the rest of the series today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day, and just as a reminder, Locked on Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we recap the Game 5 loss for the Minnesota Wild by a score of 5-2 to two to the Blues. We talk about Kirill Kaprizov setting the tone early, but no secondary scoring able to help him as the team uh, lost momentum early. And uh, really let the Blues dictate the pace and play the rest of the way. We talk about Kevin Fiala's continued concerning lack of scoring in this series. And uh, we also look at where things stand with a absolutely have-to-win Game 6 coming up on Thursday night. My name is Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wilds, veteran Minnesota sports content producer. And I would say probably right now, in uh, the fourth stage of the seven stages of grief after the uh, 5-2 to two loss, a game in which the Wilds got out to an early lead, uh, the Blues answered, and the Wilds came out in the third period and looked like a completely different team than what we saw midway through the first period and the, sa- the team that we saw in games two and three. It looked like a team that just was not sure of themselves and uh, wasn't sure of what they needed to do, wasn't sure of uh, who was going to step up to make plays, I think is the the most concerning element that we've seen in this series. There just There have been a lot of players that have been willing to step up and help when things are going well, but when things are are not going well. There are just too many players who kind of take a step back and are just hoping that somebody else is going to be the one to make the play to get things back on track. And so Wilds led 2-1 to one in this game through one period. We were feeling pretty good about it. Uh, a, a fury that the Wilds showed with physicality, with big hits, and with Kirill Kaprizov taking charge of this game to give the Wild a 2-1 to lead. We got two power plays in the first period, and Kirill scored on both of them. We saw the elements of one of those all-time playoff performances in which a player simply just refuses to accept a, uh, a loss as a possibility. But then the Blues adjusted. And they threw more attention to Kirill Kaprizov to try to slow him down and prevent him from taking over the game because they are a team with playoff experience that knows 
just how important it is to keep players from doing that kind of thing. And nobody else for the Minnesota Wild stepped up to fill the gap. And so went from having a, a great time enjoying what we were seeing in the game to when the Blues tied it up, mild concern, and then when it became 3-2 Blues and then 4-2 Blues, full-out stage one of the seven stages of grief, grief, shock, and denial. When the Blues made it 5-2, right into pain and guilt, anger and bargaining uh, from the time that it was 5-2 to the time that the game ended, and uh, now currently in depression, loneliness, and reflection because this just at this point looks like it's going to be another chapter in a long list of same old, same old in the playoffs for this Minnesota Wild team compared to other Minnesota Wild teams that we've seen, you know, as last year is another example, uh, 2016-2017. You name it, there just is a long list of teams that have either come into the playoffs hot or have come in with expectations and have not been able to uh, back them up. And it just at this point looks like a team that stands ready to add to that list. Just sign their names on the guest book. That is the 2021-2022 NHL postseason. As just uh, happy to be here, but um, not going to be sticking around that long. I say at this time because there are two games potentially left in this series. And so it is not officially over, but I have to say, as somebody who has watched this entire series, as somebody who has watched this team the entire season, that feels like a gut punch. That feels like a knockout punch by the St. Louis Blues. Is the Wild had the home crowd... The Wild had Kirill Kaprizov ready to do the thing for them and just needed someone else to step up and help and just give you another goal, give you one other goal to wobble the Blues and to prevent them making the comeback and taking the game for themselves. And no one did. The individual performances in this game, there were good moments from a few guys at points. But at the end of the day, we can point to specific instances in this game. We can point to specific instances in this series. We can point to specific instances in any one of these games. The story in Game 5 is that Kirill Kaprizov wanted it, and the players that could help get him to where he wanted to go were not able to do it. And you have a Blues team that has all of the swagger 
all of the confidence rolling into game six on their home ice and a Minnesota Wild team that is going to have to fight and claw and scratch for everything that's given to them and a Minnesota Wild team that is going to be very second-guessed if changes aren't made, if particular portions of the lineup are kept as is. There's going to be a lot of second-guessing that happens in the offseason as to particular moves made in this series. And so for the Minnesota Wilds, the objective the rest of this series is very clear. There is no way to there, there's no way to put it any differently. The Wild will either win game six and win game seven, or their season is over. And so hopefully that is a strong enough message for this team, this franchise record scoring team that has had the best season in Minnesota Wild franchise history is that their season comes down to two games. And so you are looking for whoever is in the starting lineup, whoever is in the net, to give everything that they've got in this game, every single thing that they have, and leave it all out there on the ice. Because as the old cliche goes, if you give everything you've got and you leave every single ounce of competitiveness and fight and energy that you have out there on the ice, then if that's not enough to beat the St. Louis Blues, then the St. Louis Blues are the better team. If you have players that after the game is done, have not done that, it's going to be pretty evident to see. And so, pretty easy message in the locker room after Game 5 heading into Game 6. It comes down to these two games. If the Wild lose in Game 6 or the Wild lose in Game 7, their season is over. And so, at this current moment, recording this well after Game 5 is finished... We are at uh, stage four once again of the seven stages of grief, hoping to, by tomorrow, be able to hit the upward turn as we uh, amp ourselves up once again for yet another postseason hockey game for this Minnesota Wild team. So it's very unfortunate. It's frustrating. It makes you just feel awful, not feel great about how this thing is unfolding. But at the end of the day, the Wild have another chance to at least push it one more game if they can get a win on Thursday. And so that becomes prime objective moving forward is it's all about game six after today. I did want to talk about what we saw from Kirill Kaprizov because I think... What he is doing in this series is something that has been very rare for the Minnesota Wild throughout their franchise history. So we'll talk about Kirill Kaprizov and the idea of a superstar stepping up and taking things into his own hands as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild. 
after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And why wait while the person behind the counter orders parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have access to computers and rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Plus, you can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend anywhere between 30 and 100% for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and RockAuto.com's prices are reliably low for every customer. So head to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, all at rockauto.com. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Once again, once your first listen of the day is done, make sure you head over to the Locked on NHL podcast to get a full recap of all of the exciting matchups in the postseason. Uh, The Locked On NHL podcast is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. Kirill Kaprizov had the two power play goals for the Minnesota Wilds and did everything that he could while he was out on the ice to try to will this Wild team to a win in Game 5. It just was not to be, unfortunately. But I think we have to be hopeful that this is a sign that just when we think Kirill Kaprizov has done everything that is possible in his arsenal, that he's going to pull some other piece out of his magic bag of tricks to uh, to add to the pie. I mean, Wild teams in the past in the postseason have always been constructed based off of a a solid group of players, but never really feeling like that guy who can single-handedly pull you back into and give you the lead in a game against a team that has done a real good job of dictating a large portion of the series. Both of those power play goals, too, all pretty much plays by Kirill Kaprizov. He got the feed from Fiala, but uh, was able to calm kind of a bouncy puck and get one past Jordan Bennington. The other goal, um, you know, just some similar, like all Kaprizov pretty much plays that uh, allowed him to score those two goals and just motoring up and down the ice. You know, he's throwing hits himself. Kirill was feeling it in this game. And without anybody else to be able to uh, to help him, Batman had to fly alone in this game five. And as a result, the Wild didn't get it done. But, you know, you look at the Wild in one series, getting from Kaprizov to the point where he is two goals behind the Wild's all-time record for goals in an entire postseason 
In an entire postseason, Kirill Kaprizov has already almost equaled that by himself in one series. And so we see the first record, um, first few records through this season with the goal record, the assist record, the points record. It's all translating to the postseason because I just, I think the more we see from Kirill Kaprizov, the more we know that he is a player that really never, that motor never shuts off. And he just seems like somebody that is not too, the moment is never too big. Will never be too big for him, no matter the stage. And so, you know, I think that's one of the most frustrating parts for me in what we saw in game five is that, you have the Blues scoring that first uh, first goal of the game, and you're like, okay, one nothing. I mean, it's not it's not great, but it's it's still doable. And the feeling before the Wilds scored their first goal to after taking a two to one lead, it's like it completely flipped, and it was all because Kirill kind of stood up and said, "I'm going to take this one." I'm going to do this myself. And so it's it's probably going to get lost in the shuffle because at the end of the day, the Wild ended up losing. And Kirill said it after the game himself, spot on. He said, postseason doesn't exist to make one player good. It exists for teams to win or teams to lose. And the, uh, the Wilds, as a team ended up losing in this game. And so um, every time we get a chance to watch Kirill on the ice, it seems like he's doing something different, something new, and something dangerous, uh, at least for the other team. And so whatever ends up happening in this, the rest of the series, if the Wild lose in six, if they lose in seven, if they win in seven, um, we should take some time to properly appreciate you know, the fact that we have lucked into a player like Kirill Kaprizov and that he is, uh, is sticking around at least for the next several seasons to hopefully be doing a lot more of this in the postseason and um, hopefully getting a little bit of help doing it. Uh, we're going to talk about not the entire reason that the Wilds uh, find themselves where they're at. But uh, certainly one of the biggest factors is uh, we're going to talk about Kevin Fiala. And, you know, at this point, a, a I think a must, as much of a must win game for the Wilds, I feel like for Fiala's psyche and for him as a player, this feels like a must score game for him as well. So we'll talk about that. To finish today's episode of Locked on Wild, recapping Game 5 after this. The month of May is in full swing, which means that summer is right around the corner and you are going to be out and about way more. So you're going to need that perfect snack that you can uh, take with you while you are out enjoying the great summer weather. And Built Bar is here to do just that. It will allow you to enjoy great tasting food without sacrificing taste for the sake of your health. 
Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, which means that with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your standard candy bar with right around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So one of the other things as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild, once again, my name is Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, and we're in stage four of the seven stages of grief after the Wild lose in game five by a score of five to two. The, the Wild just have lacked the secondary scoring punch that willed them into the playoffs all season, and the performances of Kevin Fiala in this series, I think, get more and more frustrating because it just it seems like it it seems very much like what happened in Game Two of this series, where it just it seemed like the Wild needed a goal to get things rolling and to give them some confidence to uh, to take into the rest of game 2 and to the rest of this series. And yet we we look at uh, at how this series has unfolded and this is especially magnified with Kirill Kaprizov's performance. Um we're looking at a player in Fiala who has still not scored in this series. We're 5 games in. And he has a couple of assists. He had a couple of assists on the Kaprizov goals um, in the um, the two power play opportunities that he uh, had or was part of. He's got three assists in this series, but you look at the plus-minus in the postseason. He is a minus-four. And I think some of the things that are most frustrating here, obviously the Blues are trying to scheme him out because they know, as a team that has had you know some Stanley Cup success within the last few years, they know what it takes to win in the postseason. And what was the thing that we touted about this Minnesota Wild team coming into this series was that they weren't going to have just the one line get shut out this year like Vegas did last year because we had the Kaprizov line and we had the Fiala line. And so the Blues have taken the Fiala line out of the equation and said, well, We'll take our chances with uh, the Kaprizov line and seeing if the Grief line is able to step up their scoring to try to match. And that has that worked in Game 2 and Game 3. The uh, Grief line certainly up to the task, but this, this Blues team, by just finding a way to throw that Fiala line off its game, has really given them a huge weapon at their disposal as this series has progressed. And I'm you look at 
the fact that Fiala has more penalty minutes than shots and his performance game by game continues to be puzzling as well. Uh, Four shots in game one. He was a minus two. He had six penalty minutes. Uh, That was uh, one of the double minors. In game two of this in game two of the series two shots two penalty minutes wild win six to two in game three no penalty minutes but just three shots and the wild win five to one in game four one assist six penalty minutes two shots and most of the penalties have been high sticks in these instances he had the uh, the double minor that um the Wild had to kill off in the early part of Game Four. They were able to kill that off, but at the same time, you know you, you're finding yourself on the penalty kill almost as soon as the game starts. He just you have to, much like Kirill did in the uh, middle portion of the first period. You have to just as a player find a way to get it done. And it certainly seemed like in the early portion of the game, it just it seems like he's trying to get everything back with one play, as opposed to simply playing his game and being that secondary scoring option that has helped carry the wild so much this season. So many instances of shots that are whiffed or the the puck just slides off his stick without him being able to make a play on it. It's like, I, I don't know if he just is so wrapped up in having not scored yet in this series or what the deal is. But it's frustrating because, you know, we have on this show touted it so much that... The Wild have big decisions that are going to have to be made in the offseason. And that he is somebody that needs to be a focal point for this team going forward. And I'm not like, we're not going to take his performance in this postseason compared to his performance in the regular season and like completely cancel each other out. But at the same time, it has to factor in. And so if the Wild are going to have a chance to win game six and to win game seven, he has to just take over in these games. It's it's that simple. It's If he wants to be one of the top one or two options on a team, on this Wild team, he has to find a way to score to make an impact on the series. You know, Vlad Tarasenko coming into game five as uh, Locked on Wild contributor Alex McLeddy tweeted out. He had a quiet series himself. A, uh, a, a player who had a great regular season came into this series and was quiet himself. What did he do in game five? He had a hat trick. Scored three goals. He found a way to get it done despite what the Wild were doing to him throughout the series. Kevin Fiala had that moment. Kirill Kaprizov needed the help. 
to pick up the game one win. Couldn't answer the bell. Now, there's an opportunity in game six. If the Wild win there, there will be an opportunity in game seven. So, I would say it's pretty critical that Kevin Fiala find a way to get it done here in the remainder of this series. Otherwise, there are going to be some big questions that kind of come back to him as far as his performance and what it means for his future with this team, considering where the team is at with uh, the salary cap situation. So we're jumping all over the place because, again, recording this after the game is finished, and so we're trying to get from stage four to stage five in the seven stages of grief, but at this point we're just... We're still mostly in the depression and maybe a little bit of the anger stage. But, um, you know, big things to take away from tonight. Really disappointing that it wastes a uh, pretty outstanding effort from Kirill Kaprizov. Uh, just, Just needed somebody else to step up. And nobody could. And, you know, we'll, we'll get through it here and uh, process things the way we need to so that we can gear up for what is going to be an absolutely insane Game 6. The Wild are going to have to throw everything they've got at the St. Louis Blues in Game 6 to win it. And so uh, that could lead to some lineup changes. It should lead to a lot of players stepping up their performance. And uh, we'll key in on some other things that the Wild need to do in order to even this thing up and send it to a Game 7 uh, when we chat uh, tomorrow. But that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you head over to Locked on Sports Minnesota and check out the Ron Johnson Show. The former gopher and NFL wide receiver is the voice of Minnesota sports. So check out Locked on Sports Minnesota and the Ron Johnson Show wherever you listen to podcasts. Just like Locked on Wild, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to tune in as we keep you up to date with everything happening throughout this opening round series. Locked on Wild is keeping you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Podcast Network.